Hey there, this is Kayla, one of your hosts of this year's show that you're about to listen to. I just wanted to pop on real quick and let you know that we are in the middle of an incredible fundraiser right now. Starting May 15th, 2024 and going until the very last day of June, we are working with over 80 other tabletop role-playing creators to help raise money for the Trans Empowerment Project. Be sure to follow the Linktree link in the bottom of this episode description to find the Tiltify fundraiser page, which includes the listing for dozens and dozens of really cool and exciting TTRPG-related items that can be purchased, proceeds of which go to support the Trans Empowerment Project. But you can also see things like the gaming schedule for this time period and just get more information on who TEP is and why we started this fundraiser in the first place. So thank you so much for your support and enjoy this episode. another episode of potions and potpourri this is keisha this is kayla and welcome we are a podcast where we talk mainly about DD, but we also dabble in other ttrpgs we also do interviews with friends of ours we also do potion segments where we just kind of do things on the spot it's pretty improv and we also do some live plays um but before we super start into it uh the icebreaker of the day is going to be, what are some board games you recommend people playing? Oh, God. <laughs> Being the person that lives in a household of, like, I, hundreds. Yeah, so some backstory <laughs> for our listeners. My roommate is obsessed with board games. She's got, like, easily over 100. So she many. gets a board game, at least one board game every year for Christmas and her birthday. Usually more, because that's all anybody knows what to buy yep. for her. Um, So I've learned to play a lot since living with her. But lately, my favorite has been Wingspan. That's been super fun. Really pretty, really cool information. Pretty easy to learn and kind of like longer, you know. Mm -hmm. I love Catan. That's definitely one of my favorites. I like some of the old school games. My dad and I used to play Sorry all the time. I haven't played that in a while, though. Hmm. I actually used to play board games with my dad a lot growing up. That was always really fun for us. Aww. Hate Monopoly. Would never play it. <laughs> never played Risk, surprisingly. I have not But either. I would probably like it as well. And then I also like the kind of like word games. Mm-hmm. We have one called Letter Jam where you have to guess what five letters are in your word that somebody gave you and then guess the word. Is this that. the one that was based off of Wordle? So there's a game that appeared... That's literally Wordle, but it's a tabletop. I don't know. Board game. It's f- kind of new, but I don't know if it's newer than Wordle hmm. necessarily, but maybe they came out around the same time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So that kind of stuff. I kind of like trivia games. We've been playing Bezer Wizard a lot, but the problem with trivia games is that once they're made, they're obsolete. Yeah. Like once they're written, they're obsolete. Yeah. So a lot of like Trivial Pursuit and stuff is from the 80s. And I'm like, I fucking have no concept <laughs> of this, you know? So that but can be kind of frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> but like. Of the old times. Name the actor that played the first doctor on 
that fucking soap opera from the 80s, you know, like oh, really no. obscure. Oh, God. <laughs> like, I don't know. I wasn't even it's bored. very generational mm-hmm. based. Exactly. So that's the problem. That's fair. And even like the kind of uh, specific to not the genre, but to like the lore, like a movie or a company or something like we have villainous, which is all Disney villains. <laughs> and some of the Harry Potter games have been really fun to play. So that kind of stuff. Nice. Yeah, what about you? Um, I don't have nearly as many, uh, but recently we've been playing Azul. Oh, yeah, that game's great. Which you introduced to us. Yeah. And it's just so pretty. It is. It's fairly relaxing it for, is. like, a strategy game, mm-hmm. honestly. Um, Wingspan is a very good recommendation. I want to play that again so bad. You guys <sighs> should come play. Um, yes. Uh, and then a few other ones kind of, like, throw him back a little bit that I just will always like probably I really like Moncala. Yeah. Oh dude, I used to love Moncala. Yes. I played so that easy. with my mom all the time. Yeah. It's I don't know, it's just such a good classic. Yeah, game. I used to play that with friends all the time growing up. Mm-hmm. Even like if you go out to a brewery or something, they have like a bunch of kind of half like ready games. They almost always have a Moncala. That's usually yeah. my go-to. Instead of like cribbage or something, you know? I really, I really like that one. That is one that I play all the yeah. time. And then you kind of brought up like your Harry Potter ones. I, I remember very vividly of this like Harry Potter movie trivia kind of a game. Uh, where like it, Trivial Pursuit, Harry Potter or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the one where you like had DVDs. Yeah. And, That's Trivial Pursuit, I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah. Mm. And like it would play clips yep. and you have to answer questions. Like that was so fun. Yeah. It's not really a tabletop or board game. But <laughs> um, anyways. <laughs> it kind of is. Um, and then I also really like, I just had it. Oh, Carcassonne. Oh, Carcassonne. Carcassonne. Yeah. We played that game with you guys once or twice. We played it a few times. Oh, um, you know what that was else? Pretty fun. A fun game you taught us that I've only ever played with you and your husband is um, Hand and Foot. Oh, yes. <clears throat> some people call it Head to Foot. Some are like Hand and Foot. I don't know which one it is, but that one's a really fun game. Yeah, that's a I cool like that game. one. You need like eight decks. Yeah, kind of like chaos card game. It's great. Uh-huh. Rich Man, Poor Man is super fun. Um, which is funny because I learned that from my manga days when I read Fruits Basket and it taught you how to play it. Cool. And I don't remember what it is in Japanese, but it's basically Rich Man, Poor Man. That's a fun card game too. Um, A lot of people don't play cards anymore. We should bring that back. Bring back cards. Bring back cards. I mean, Flux, that was always a staple in our house. Oh my God. Flux. Yeah. That one's really easy to just pick up and learn. I like the ones where it has the um, uh, the bad ones, the bad cards. Oh, the- that's Call of Cthulhu Flux. Ooh, ooh, yeah. And that has Doom Points. That one's really fun. That's what it is. Yeah. And then there's the Batman Flux that yeah, has, like, the villains. The villains. Yeah, that one but, is like, cool, too. But, like, the good Batman. Batman, the animated series? Yeah, the animated Batman. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> where Harley Quinn originated. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I think. I don't know. Oh, I boy. It's one you... of the Batman ones that was animated, and I think it's the one that I watched. So figure it out, people. Fact <laughs> check us. The one that she originated in. That's the series I grew up on, dating myself. But yeah, a bunch of fun games out there that's not video games. Right. Play them. Try them. Get your eyes off the screen. We for like two games. seconds. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. All right. Well. 
Today's topic is not really related at all to board games uh, in any capacity. Well, Dandy's a game. Well, okay, that's true. And you have to have, you have to know the rules to be able to play the game. Or make up your own rules or disregard them completely. You have to have some kind of rule to play a game. You do need something, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Otherwise, what are you doing? But today, what we're talking about is actually before you even play the game itself. Uh, Most people refer to it as session zero, which is kind of a blanket term that has evolved over time. But when you hear session zero, what do you think about first? What is, what comes to mind immediately when you hear session zero? Kind of like a half, half game of play. You know, Mm -hmm. it's not, when I come to a session zero, I wouldn't expect to get much, if any, of the story right away. Mm -hmm. Um, And pretty casual, I would expect to just talk about stuff. And also have a chance to practice things in the game. Yeah. Just hash out the details. Yeah, exactly. Um, Get to know each other, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, That's how we've mostly been doing it. Mm -hmm. So we've been playing D&D basically together since we have both started playing D&D. So Session Zero, the way we've done it before, unless if you had a different one before I started. No. (laughs) But it would just be like everybody got together and we're going over like, all right, here's the plot. You know, here's the general setting. Mm-hmm. And all right, what is everyone thinking of playing? Yep. Like, what's your character class? What's your character race? You know, and how do you guys kind of know each other? Do you kind of have a background? You know, um, how are they tied into the story? All right, cool. So this is how I plan to start the campaign. So why is your character there? Let, let's hash that out, totally. you know, and just getting a feel of everybody and what they're about to play. Yeah. It's not even the proper first session, at least in our case. Like, you don't actually sit down and play. You know, you, you're not really rolling dice except for maybe just building your character and rolling stats. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just literally the before and just making sure everyone's on the same page kind of a deal. Um, At least that's how we really started it. Totally. Like for our Rift campaign, that was the one where everybody got together. We made the map that we're going to play on, you know, and everybody asked any questions that they had about like, okay, so you kind of gave us the rundown of like what's going on. What are the details? Like I have specific questions about this and well, what about that over here? And you kind of mentioned this and like, how do you pronounce this name? That kind of thing, you know, like mm-hmm. really ironing out the kinks. Um, but another thing that people are doing, which is actually kind of new to both of us, honestly, is having a consent form. If you kind of want to discuss what that is. Yeah, it's what it sounds like. You basically either have a form that you give to your players to fill out, or even more loosely, you just get together on episode zero or even before, whatever's easiest for your group, and talk about triggers and things that you Mm -hmm. absolutely do not want in your game. Mm -hmm. And it can be hard limits. You can say, this is a hard limit for me. I will not accept this. And it can be soft limits. I will accept it. Up to this point. Mm -hmm. And then going along with that, I think it's also nice to kind of add maybe like a safe word. 
even, or just something that you can do if you're approaching one of those lines and are uncomfortable with it. So somebody can let you know. But yeah, it is pretty new to us. It's something we've learned being in the electronic TTRPG space. Yeah. Because we've played with a lot of the same people and not that we wouldn't have used them, but we didn't really ever think to use them. We knew that we were on the same page. Yeah. You know, just but kind that's of That's really each fortunate. Other. That yeah. doesn't always happen, even when you play with the same group of people. And I was actually just thinking yeah, about sure. it before we started talking. Even if we had been playing with our same group of people for 10 years, somebody might have a new trigger. Mm, and yep. maybe it might be hard for them to talk about it because you've been playing for so long. It's like right. all really well accepted, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think even in that instance, you would still want to kind of get everybody on the same page again. Yeah. That is a very valid Because, you know, point. some of those people we played with in person, we only saw in the context of D&D. Yep. So maybe something happened outside of D&D in their real lives that affected them and that they didn't want involved in their games anymore. Right. And that's definitely, there's a lot of stuff, you know, that it can be really hard to bring up, especially so casually. Yeah. You know, so you want to be able to feel comfortable and right. safe in writing that kind of stuff down and bringing it to light like hey so i know this is a game i know that this is fantasy Mm -hmm. even so right there are still some things that if they're even alluded to it is going to be very painful to go through that yeah it doesn't even have to be you have a specific trigger Maybe you have trauma for something. It doesn't even have to be anything like that. It can just be things you don't like. Mm -hmm. You know? You just really, it just really makes you uncomfortable. And you're like, oh my God, like we're going through this. I I don't want you to describe somebody murdering a puppy. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That does not sound fun to me. Right. Right. Like I have no like specific trigger to that thing, but I would just rather not play a game like that. Yep, exactly. You know what I mean? But it is also a good chance for you if you do have trauma or some kind of trigger, or something that will emotionally affect you, mm-hmm. it's your chance to let somebody know. And, you know, kind of going back to how you bring it up, it can be anonymous. Oh, yeah. You know, you guys can all talk about it as a group if you feel comfortable or whatever. Just whatever you need to do to get it all out there. And it's the perfect way to gauge if this is a group where you're like, okay, I can play with these people. Yeah. Like, this sounds good. Or, ooh, okay. Not the group I want to be a part of. Yeah. And it's good to know before I even get started or invested and just opt out now. I actually just did one of my very first consent conversations with a new online group I'm playing with. And we just did our session zero where we talked about that. And it was really enlightening for me because like you were saying, Keisha, I realized, yep, I would love to play with this group mm-hmm. probably in the future. Because every single thing that each one of us mentioned, regardless of the scope of it, like how serious, quote unquote, it might be. Everybody was like, oh yeah, I don't want to play with that. Mm-hmm. Every single one of us is like, nah, I'm good. Yep. I don't like that either. Yep. You know, Or even if that doesn't trigger me, I don't really care to play with it. I'm not going to fight you on keeping like abuse against children in mm-hmm. your game. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so I think that is a really enlightening thing for people is to know whether or not someone is actually going to care about what you do and do not want to play with. Yeah, definitely. And it's just a testament to the people you're playing with Mm -hmm. ultimately as well, because it's just, it's a very good thing to bring up too. Even if it's something that in the back of your mind, you're just like, this is so silly though. Like, it's just a me thing. Like I'm the only one that is affected by this thing. Why would anyone else be? But I can't, you just, I can't help it. Like, don't, 
let that stop you. Yeah. You want to say this in this session zero. You want this known. You want them to know Mm -hmm. because there are things that could inevitably be brought up. There are, everyone has a different level of what they can handle. And there's also, everyone has had different experiences in their life and have been affected differently by different things and events. Mm -hmm. And no one else knows Unless if you say something, yeah, you know, or if you be react, tough. you know, and yeah, it's definitely tough. Um, That's why I think being able to do it anonymously, at least to your DM, yeah, is good. But being yeah. able to talk about it ahead of time is definitely important, right? Because it could be something where, and I apologize, maybe this could have been, we might have should have said it earlier, but there might be some things we say that could be triggering, so we will put warnings. We will not go into detail, obviously, but. Even saying it for some people may be difficult. So just be prepared. So there are some things where like body horror. Yeah. In instances. Right. For me, I don't, I am not personally disturbed if someone described to me how this, this character in a moment is getting like hacked to pieces, (laughs) you know, or this monster bursts through the chest, you know, and like. Some people can kind of like quickly go over that if they know it. But if you don't know, you mm-hmm. might go into detail. Yeah. And if someone doesn't know that that person has a very specific trigger with like necks or eyes or yeah. something like that. Right. You don't know until it happens and then it's already yeah. happened and you can help avoid that. And that's another thing, too. It's like if you know, obviously, we encourage you to have a session zero and lay it out in a way you feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. But we also understand that sometimes you don't know that there's a trigger until yeah. it happens. Right. So, so it's good to talk about it when mm-hmm. it does happen, for sure. Exactly. Like, have the understanding that, hey, I feel like I'm okay with most things. Yeah. But if something happens, like, here's a code word. Yep. Here's a signal. Here's something to be like, hey... Well, I'm not okay right now. Exactly. And then be able to say, hey, I actually need to take a break from this. Exactly. And we talked about that in our episode zero two. Our DM was like, cool. So like we have our lines. I'm obviously not going to play with any of this stuff, like even a little bit. You know, Mm -hmm. it's not even going to be like alluded to at all. Yep. And then if for some reason anything comes up, like here's our safe word and our phrase. And it'll be like, you know, a casual black screen because we'll be streaming live, obviously. Right. But then we'll all be able to talk about it. And he's like, even if you don't want to tell me on camera, you can like message me and just be like, I didn't like when you said this. Please don't say it again. Mm -hmm. And that's super important, I think. And even if it's something that you're not really sure, you're not really understanding what it is. Even if you say something like, there was something about the last few sentences regarding object A yeah. that I just didn't like. I can't tell you why, yeah. but I, I, I just, I'm not okay. Yeah. You know, and it is okay to not be okay. It is okay <laughs> to say you're not okay. <laughs> and it's kind of funny me saying this right now. This is right after an episode um, that I did live. It was towards the end of it, like... That day itself was weird for me, which whatever. People have weird days and that's okay. And I didn't really understand what was going on with how I felt until something very specific was said. And it was instant. Oh no. It was like getting hit by a train. And I was 
not okay and I knew I wasn't okay. But I'm the kind of person where I'm like, oh, but everyone else is having such a good time. Everyone's like so into the moment and I don't want to ruin it. Like, oh, we're almost done with the show. So I didn't say anything. And I just held it in. And, you know, we got through the episode, we got to the end of it, and everybody's kind of talking, and I'm doing every mental exercise I can think of to keep it together until I finally find a way to try to, like, exit out and then just emotion all over the couch. (laughs) Did you tell them later? I did. Okay. And that took a lot, too, because I was like, I don't want to come off as trying to get attention or needy or anything. And I understand that. I know what that feels like. And it's going to be different for everyone. I don't know how it feels like for you. Yeah. I know how it feels like for me. Yeah. And so it is hard. I'm sorry that happened. But it's good to say something. I actually had a similar instance. I was streaming live on a one shot and a joke was made that I just... It's a joke I hear a lot in just, Mm. like, popular media, and I just hate it. Mm. And it's just, I realized it's really triggering for me. Mm. And I didn't say anything about it, because it was like, you know, one person said the joke, the other person made the punchline of the joke, everybody laughed, they moved on. I didn't laugh. Yeah. I was like, that's not funny. I don't like that. And then I just kept playing, but it kept bothering me, Mm -hmm. like, afterwards, you know? And then I realized, like, this is a trigger for me. This is something I don't want in my games. And so then when we did our episode zero recently with a new group, I was like, we don't need to talk about these things or make jokes about these things. So, and then they're like, yeah, that's dumb. Why would we do that? (laughs) Good. That's good. But, you know, it was the same thing. I was like, oh, I should tell them, like, they would want to know, blah, blah, blah. And then it's like, maybe I should update my consent form, you know, to include that thing. And it was just like that whole similar instance. But, you know, at least it made me realize kind of what some of my soft and hard limits are. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So it's important. It a hundred percent is it, it, no matter how trivial it sounds to you or that shitty little voice in your head that you just need to give the boot (laughs) that we all have in some form to some capacity, say it, let it be known, whether it is out loud in the group or anonymously, however is comfortable for you, or at least more comfortable because for some, it, like, no matter what, it's not comfortable. But, mm-hmm. you know, whatever is a way you can do it, it's a good thing to yeah. do. It's very important. All of this to be said <laughs> that it's important because you want to have fun in your yeah. games. And you want your groups to have fun. You want to be able to get along with everybody and not feel like there's a, a little bit of pressure that somebody is going to say or do the wrong thing that might upset somebody else, you know? Yeah, definitely. Because it's interesting with this kind of medium, this kind of game... You know, there's like no limit. Anything could happen, which is amazing, but also kind of terrifying. Yeah. Anything could happen. <laughs> and some people could let their minds run wild a little too much. And sometimes, I mean, it's happened to me before where I'm running a game and I'm just going on this tangent. Mm-hmm. Everything's going great. And I'm just like trucking along. And then I say something without realizing yeah. it. And it's out there. It's already too late. And later on, I'm like, oh, fuck, I said Why that. Why did I say that? Whoa, <laughs> you know, or reanalyzing it like, okay, you know what? That wasn't the best thing in that moment, you know? So 
it's good that this is a thing now. It's becoming a lot more accepted. It's a lot more yeah. popular. Obviously, there's been a lot of debate, of course. Sure. People don't like consent for some reason. Uh, it's a whole yeah. thing, you know? You know, and that alone could be your own decision right there. Like, if they, if you request a consent form and they say, why the fuck do we need that? You know, yeah. Maybe not to the extreme, but right. they're like, hey, why do you need that? That could be your sign of like, okay. Yeah. Maybe I will not be a part of the script then. And also, you don't need to do a consent form. You don't don't need to have this discussion as part of your episode zero. You don't even need to have an episode zero. Mm -hmm. It's just something that is helpful. It is, yes. And determines the group. But if everybody's on the same page, that's all that matters. If nobody wants to do a consent form, then so be it. Right. That's fine. If you're all fine with it, then you don't need it. Yeah, that's totally fine. If you are the only one that needs it and no one else does... That's fine, too. And it's fine for you to say, well, thank you for inviting me. Uh, I think this group is maybe not necessarily for me. Mm -hmm. And I bid you guys farewell. Have fun gaming. You know, kind of thing. So it's not a right or wrong answer in any way. Yeah. Like you filling it out and having answers or responses, rather, to any of the questions doesn't mean that you're failing (laughs) or that you're you know, that it's bad. Like, oh man, like the more I add on here, like the more marks against me as a person, like that's not what that is at all. It's just letting everyone know where you're at and making sure that you're with a good group and you're going to vibe well. You're going to have fun. And yeah, you're going to have fun ultimately. It's not going to be a terrible time for you. Exactly. Snipes Return is a tabletop role-playing game interviews and actual play podcast. We interview content creators, Twitch streamers, and fellow podcasters, and we put out our own actual play using a variety of different systems. So come and join us, come and have a listen. You can find us on Twitter at Return Snyder. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, or check out our website at www.snipesreturn.squarespace.com. So other than consent forms, what are some other, or just consent conversations, what are some other important things to have in a session zero? I mean, besides like the more heavier stuff of the consent form, I think it's just good to know that you know what you're getting into, you know, like this is the overall, this is the story. Yeah, you mentioned that in the beginning. Yeah, this is like, this is a module I'm using, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe take a glimpse, like, is everything okay in here? You cool with that? Mm -hmm. You know, and is this something you're even interested in? Yeah, because that's a that's pretty important too. sure. (laughs) It's something you even care about. I think some of the things that you can talk about in your session zero that are helpful are like you said, what the game is. Yeah, if it's homebrew, like what to expect, Mm -hmm. how the DM runs games. Yeah. And what that kind of game they can expect from you as a DM, you know, right. what kind of rules do you play with? What kind of rules do you not play with? How do you treat certain mechanics and stuff like that? You know, are there any races or classes or alignments that are off the table and why? Mm-hmm. Definitely. That kind of stuff, as well as like, if you're playing a module, has anybody played it before? Like, we're going to play a little differently. Don't, you know, like tell people the ending of the game if you played it before <laughs> kind of a thing. Right. And yeah, will it mesh well? Will, you know, do do the ideas go together pretty well? Yeah. 
And I actually really like episode zeros. I think they're super fun. They are fun. Because they're really casual. And I also feel like it's a good way to just kind of get more comfortable with the people you're going to play with all the mm-hmm. time. So just like hanging out in that setting in general, mm-hmm. even if you're not really doing much D&D. Right. And then it also gives you a chance to iron out your character. Maybe you build characters together from scratch in your episode zero. That's really fun. And you can answer questions and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, And I also just, it's exciting. You know, it's like new. You're like talking about all the new stuff you're going to do and all the possibilities of the game versus the actual first session, which is like in the story. And like, this is what's actually happening now, you know? Yeah, definitely. And it's a great way to like, if you're not sure, like you kind of have a general idea, like, Mm -hmm. okay, my character kind of comes from this background, but I still haven't tied together like why they're there. Yeah. This moment and then you hear other people and then it like clicks and you're like oh man Mm -hmm. that sounds great like I kind of want to bounce off of that yeah absolutely you inspire each other you know yeah it just it really it you get a good sense of the mood the aura of the room you know of like how it's gonna go and if everything's working well and again like yeah if you have any questions or any concerns about anything you know talk it out right there like okay what are we trying to limit? Okay, how does the magic system work again? Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Like, okay, what can I start out with? Okay, I had this cool idea of this cantrip. Can I pitch it to you? Yeah. You know, totally. that kind of stuff. I love that too. Yeah, definitely. It it's... also gives you a good chance if you like have the time and you work it into your game or however you want to do your session zero, you can practice combat. Yeah. And yeah. kind of see like, you know, ooh, I'm playing a magic user and I've never done that before. So how does my combat turn work with all these spells you know and then kind of iron out some of those details and going back to what you said being able to do a little bit of like role playing and stuff Mm -hmm. we did that in my most recent session zero we kind of were just briefly told each other about our characters and then we were kind of asking each other why we were all in the same starting spot yeah as well as the dm he was like i don't know he's like (laughs) You tell me. You guys are on a ship, like, figure it out. (laughs) And so we all, like, started talking to each other, like, well, these two people have been here before, and the other two people are new, so they're coming in as, like, the new recruits, and here's how we're going to treat them, (laughs) and, like, what it's like. Maybe this position's actually cursed, and we just, like, start riffing off each other, you know? And it just really, like, built the relationships from the beginning, Mm -hmm. rather than, like, nervously doing it live on episode one. Yes. Yeah, it was really, and it was really, like, enlightening, too. Mm-hmm. And like you said, also, I got a lot of ideas for my character as to how she wants to interact with these people and, you know, kind of her relationships with them. Mm-hmm. So, And it also could be a good way of you deciding, like, what your character, like, how they even are. Yeah, maybe you're not sure yet. <laughs> yeah, because you, like, you have an idea, but then it's not until you actually try to role play that character. Mm-hmm. Because... For me, whenever I have an idea about a character and I roleplay them, two totally different things. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So it doesn't hurt to have maybe just like a, like you don't have to have like a pre-made thing necessarily. Mm -hmm. You could just be like, hey, how does your character, how would they introduce themselves? You know, how would your character react to that? Yeah. You know, kind of a thing. I think one of the earliest games that I ever ran I had a session zero of sorts where everybody was making their characters together, you know, like they're rolling all at the mm-hmm. same time and filling out their stats mm-hmm. and none of them had really played before. So, you know, they're asking questions of like, how do I, what's my modifier? And yeah. like, how do I determine, am I proficient? What does that do? Like blah, 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 blah. <laughs> all those 
questions that you have when you look at the sheet and you're like, dear God, <laughs> the first time. Yes, it's so overwhelming. <laughs> it's so scary. And we just like, I don't know what happened. I didn't intend this, but we just kind of like, we're talking about our characters and they're like, well, we have like an idea, but like, I feel kind of weird, like role playing. And I was like, oh, it's, it's, I'm not going to say it's easy because it's not, <laughs> not for everybody, especially, you know, but you know, okay, I'll just give you like a situation of like an example. So like, okay, yeah, we're like in a forest. We're going to set the setting in a forest. You're all camping out, you know, you're all recruits of this mercenary band. Mm. This is how you ended up together. You don't really know each other. And the guy that's in charge like walks away, but he doesn't come back, you know, and like, da 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 da. you know, I'm just kind of like quickly building the scene. And uh-huh. then one by one, they kind of get into the scene where Fun. it's like, oh, like this part, like this happens. And you, I point to someone, you were left in charge. Like, <laughs> what would your character think about that in yeah. this particular situation? And they just kind of took it from there. And then awesome. the person reacted from that and from yeah. that. And that became their actual beginning. Oh, that's like, great. randomly, improbably. Yeah. That became was, the story. Yeah, I was just giving an example. And then they went with it. And then at the end of it, they were like, this is how we meet. We're starting here. Right now. <laughs> I was like, oh, it started right. already. <laughs> here we go. That's awesome. And then we took it off from there. Yeah, it's, there's so many good reasons to have this session zero, like, it, you don't have to have it. Like, if you know the group really well yeah. already, it may not be necessary. But like you said before, things can change. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe before things were fine then. But a few years later, it's like, you know, I found out this thing is not great. Mm-hmm. And I don't want it anymore. We've we've done it before in the campaign that we played in previously. And I would like to request that we, we don't, don't. Yeah, you know? And I think one of the key things about having a session zero and a consent form and all of this stuff is don't question why. Yeah. You know, if someone says, hey, I'm not okay with this. Mm-hmm. Don't sit there and say, well, how come? Why? Yeah. Like, seriously? What like, happened to you? Yeah. You're scared of this of all things? Yeah. yeah that's not cool. Pretty shitty. So don't question it's there just to be like laying it out yep. and then that's what it is and accepting it for what it is and mm-hmm. then moving on with it so yeah i also think the session zero is really casual like you don't have to commit yeah. to a full night of playing oh yeah you know you can come and go as you please you mm-hmm. don't have to like sit there and listen to everybody talk you don't have to be invested in the story yet yep you can kind of just sit and scribble on your character sheet or be on your phone looking up some obscure like background that you want to try, you know, um, and you don't really have to like commit to a full night of role playing and gaming. Yeah, exactly. It's just kind of putting feelers out, you know, and if you're still trying to put to put a group together and you're like, ah, you know, let's see if this works. Like yeah. it's like five different friends from five different right. completely groups, you or know. Or even if and... I want to spend four hours a week playing this game. Right. Is it is it worth committing to? Will I be able to commit to it? Yeah. Like, is this, am I good with being the one character for most of it? You right. know, kind of a thing and figuring all of that out, you know, not that you can answer all those questions immediately, but you can <laughs> generally answer most of them, Yeah, you know, so. And I like the idea of having kind of a question and answer situation, like the DM can ask questions and character and mm-hmm. kind of have you guys like answer as your characters would answer. Mm-hmm. And also just, 
you know, like describing the world and letting you ask any questions about the world or be like, ooh, what if we did it like this, you know? Yes. Yep. Taking suggestions, Mm -hmm. like you're kind of changing it together. And that kind of made me think of another good idea is that you can have another like kind of questionnaire, but it's your character that fills it out. Oh, yeah. You know, that's a good idea. Like that's some good like what's your character development? Yeah. What what does your character do when they have some free time? Yeah. Like like that. What is your character's favorite season and Mm -hmm. why? Like, you know, and it that could really help you develop them right then and there. Yeah. Think about it and just be like, you know, I never really considered that and now that i'm thinking about it this is the answer interesting uh-huh. like yeah that would be that would actually be really fun i might do that i've never done anything like that before i've heard other people talk about it mm-hmm. some people like build fucking playlists for their characters <laughs> oh i could God. never i wouldn't Man. even know where to begin uh, yeah but i've considered finding like a little questionnaire about my character you know because i see that and like online a lot of like interactions like I might see like a post on Instagram like comment Mm. below like how would your character talk to the city guard in this situation you know and I think that's really interesting but I don't ever think about my characters in that context and Mm -hmm. I think it would develop them a little bit further yeah definitely yeah I might do that with my newest character since I haven't started her yet yeah that might be I mean this is going back to my good old days when I was like writing a notebook and <laughs> handing it off to my friend yeah. you know that is something that we did i think this was off of like deviant art or something where they were like draw your character in these situations yeah how would they react totally and that actually really helped develop my characters yeah, <laughs> yeah lots of good reasons for it there's almost no bad reason like any bad that could come from having a session zero yeah really i agree you know it's just laying all your cards out for everyone to know and everyone being on the same page. Answering questions, getting things started, getting the feel of the whole session and people and the mm-hmm. DM too. Yeah. And it's a good way without like, like you said, without committing to it fully. Uh-huh. It's just a- Totally. We're just- just trying it out yeah you know we're just having fun it's just a casual thing because that's how it's always been for us when we've played in our previous games um we would always get together with the whole group and usually we're just hanging out yeah we're hanging out we're having some drinks yeah we have some food we're just chatting we're kind of like you know like oh yeah these are my character ideas oh my god that's awesome yeah exactly you know and my character would hate your character (laughs) yeah exactly this is gonna be so fun how are we gonna develop Uh who knows you know and yeah for us at least it's it's usually a good time of having a session zero yeah totally and you're about to start the rift over again, so you're going to do session zero. Are you going to do this kind of stuff too? Yeah, so I think I would actually like to have a little bit of a questionnaire for both the person and the character. And, you know, just making sure like, hey, if there's anything that you can think of that you do not want in this game, let me know, mm-hmm. you know. Give and some homework. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Give me the things where, I mean, if anything, it's just less things to think about because I'm like, oh, I'm not allowed to have spiders. Cool. Yep. Don't like them that much anyway. Great. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> I do respect spiders. They are creepy, though, to me. But, uh, <laughs> or like like just fun little character questions because I already know that a lot, the at least a couple of the people that's going to play are already so excited about their characters and they want nothing more than to like, Tell you more about them. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So, 
Yeah, it'll be good. I'm going to do the same thing, too, where they're going to create the map. So it's going to be a whole new map. Oh, fun. Mm -hmm. That's fun. So it's going to be their rift. It's going to be separate with some similarities. Yeah. But yeah, it'll be it'll be good. Cool. So that's exciting. Yeah. And it's also nice because I already wrote this story and for the most part don't need as much prep. <laughs> I say that now. <laughs> so the nature of your story is very much like let the players decide what to do. I know. And then change the entire story. <laughs> so alter it around them. So it's gonna be the same. <laughs> but I like the thing. That's so exciting. <laughs> do you have any other extra tidbits? For session zeros of like what you kind of recommend or anything else you can think yeah, of? Yeah, final thoughts maybe. Yeah, final thoughts. I just think they're worth your time. Yes. They don't have to be long. They don't have to be complicated. Mm -hmm. They don't have to have any of the things we've talked about in them. They yeah. don't have to be in person. You don't even have to do them face to face. You mm -hmm. could just do them through text or like on a Discord chat or whatever you're using. But I do think that they help to kind of iron out any details you might have, give you a chance to decide if you want to play that game, mm -hmm. if you like all of the things you picked for your character, and just kind of see how everybody else feels in general. Yep, definitely. I agree on all of those points. I think that Session Zero, however you choose it to be, is only going to be helpful in not detrimental yeah you know absolutely you can totally choose not to do it and that is also totally fine so but it could be a very handy tool for you to utilize mm -hmm. and figure things out instead of finding them out later on and wishing you did it yeah totally so couldn't hurt that's all i can say <laughs> could not hurt i agree <laughs> All right. Well, I think that about wraps it up. Uh, thank you guys for listening once again to Potions and Potpourri. The following are places that you can find us at. Social media. Instagram is pretty good and Facebook is all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mostly Instagram. We're also on TikTok. So you could send us a video, watch our videos, interact with us there, or send us an email at potionsandpotpourri at gmail.com. Yeah, hit us up however you want. Comment, message us, and tell us your thoughts. Do you agree, disagree? Do you do session zeros at all? Is this consent form new to you? Have you done something that predates that? Anything similar? Anything different? Yeah, let us know. So yeah, uh, this is Keisha. This is Kayla. And thank you again for stopping by. We will catch you on the next episode. Bye. 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 <laughs>